Just a chapter before this, Gabriel burst into Mary's home and says, Greetings, blessed are you. The Lord is with you. Unannounced and unexpected, he shows up to deliver heavy news to an impoverished, betrothed teenager. Some state God knew what God was doing to call on Mary because teenagers would do anything, right? (laughs) But Mary doesn't just say yes. She says the resounding, here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be in me according to your word. The great Richard Rohr states that she says a perfect yes without any self-interest, pressure, expectations, or obligations, without any shoulds or oughts or I don't knows. I don't know where it would lead or what it will mean. I don't know what God is asking. She says yes. Even after Gabriel says that he will be called the son of the most high, the Lord of God will give you to him the throne of his ancestor, David. He will reign over the house of Jacob. She still says yes. I won't lie, I would be afraid, scared, knowing that the Savior is carried within my womb. But yet in her joy, in her excitement, she she runs to Elizabeth's house. And before they greet one another, the baby leaps with joy within her. And Elizabeth greets her the same way as Gabriel does. The Lord has blessed you. Elizabeth asked one question. How am I so lucky to be visited by the mother of the Savior? It it takes one question for Mary to burst out in song, to burst out in, in lyrics that she's probably heard before, burst out that is what has been within her that she has been holding to burst out with words that are filled with Hannah's longing and waiting for God to bless her with Samuel. Words from Leah who felt unloved and unimportant and yet God gave her community to love her. Words from Rachel and Rebecca and Sarah barren and experiencing a great nation and even words from Ruth when her boys had died to know that she was still noticed and loved and still brought to her. Mary brought old lyrics to a new tune, a new rendition bursting out within her. And I'm sure the song didn't end with Luke 155. She probably hummed this song in her nervousness when she lost Jesus three days in the temple. She probably sang this song in her joy when she watched as her baby turned water to wine just like she asked him to. 
Or maybe she added new lines and new lyrics when she watched as the crowd yelled for Barabbas, Barabbas, Barabbas to be free. Surely she thought of this same song while she watched him on the cross and she wept to it as she waited three days for him to rise again. He may be the Savior, he may be the Messiah, he may be the Christ child, but he's still poor little Mary's baby. She says yes to all that is to come. She says yes to everything that she is holding within her womb. My friends, what if we were this excited and emotional, emotional about what we were carrying? Will we sing songs? Will we shout for joy? Will we run to our neighbors and tell them all about it? That much like Mary, we too are called a child of God, bearing within us the image of God, carrying purpose and redemption, carrying deliverance in our wounds, waiting to be birthed out into this world, no matter how young or old we are purpose to enlighten the world, purpose that will exude grace and mercy, purpose that cries out for a voice in the wilderness and cries out for those who have no voice, purpose to sing out. I think that Mary runs to Elizabeth's home because many songs sound beautiful as a solo, but they sound so much better as a choir. And I'm not talking about performance, I'm talking about passion. Whether the notes are all hitting or not, whether we can read music or not, when together we are able to sing the passion of what is carried within us, inside of us, no matter how good or bad it sounds, we somehow are in unison together. hoping in some way to create an earworm that continues to cycle and cycle and cycle through our minds. In 1992, puppeteer Sherry Lewis created a new TV show. Sherry explained her goal for the audience is participation, not passive observance. It's not for you just to sit there but for you to come and play along too. She explained that if we are challenged, we will become more productive citizens in our society. And through this, the show Lamb Chop was made. Some of y'all too young for this. It's okay. First time I can actually say that. 
Lamb Chop's house is about a puppet who shares a home with her two siblings, Charlie Horse and Hush Puppy, who are also puppets. In each episode, Sherry encourages the audience to participate and to interact and to play along and to be who you are. And we may not remember anything about that show, except the ending. Lamb Chop would break into song. It's just a song that never ends. It just goes on and on, my friends. Some people started singing, not knowing what it was. And they'll continue singing it forever just because it's just a song that never ends. You're welcome. <laughs> You'll be singing that for weeks to come. And uh, <laughs> the ending of the show, Sherry would continue to grab Charlie Horse's mouth to stop him from singing, but he would continue singing and going on and on. In hindsight, it's a genius act. Kids would sing this song nonstop to annoy everyone around them. <laughs> but it was also a great ploy to get them to remember the show, that it became an earworm that ruminates in the mind over and over to all who heard the lyrics and the tune. It's just a song that never ends. And what would it look like? I don't, I don't know. I'm just asking, what would it look like if the lyrics that ruminated in our minds caused us to do or believe exactly what the lyrics state? I'm not talking about lyrics and songs from T-Swift or Posty or I-Spice. But lyrics of my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit rejoices of my God, my Savior. Lyrics of God has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. Lyrics of that God has filled the hungry with good things. Lyrics that God has shown God's strength in God's arms. Lyrics that would ruminate in our minds that cause us to participate in bringing down the lowly, lifting, bringing down the mighty, lifting up the lowly, feeding the hungry. Lyrics that change the course of the world. Cole Arthur Riley writes that if your spirituality is self-improvement plan emptied of collective care and advocacy, and emptied of collective care and advocacy for the oppressed, you should be rightly suspicious of it. Because we don't get free alone. Nor do we sing the songs of freedom alone. Mary runs to Elizabeth with a child leaping in her womb, As soon Elizabeth's child leaps too as the two join together in choir and chorus to sing along of songs of freedom, of songs 
of gospel, of songs, of a new way and a new life to come, of songs of bringing down those who are mighty. And how can it be that 2,000 years later, Mary runs to us and asks us to sing along. Sing along to a song that hopefully shall never end. And just keep on going on and on, my friends. Amen.